0: Hello and welcome to episode two of Just Plotting Along. It is Paulie P. recording in, well, it kind of sounds like we're recording in a cave, to be honest. But uh, we are in my living room and it's a bit cavernous. But uh, with me today, uh, a man who I went to school with. And there will be a few stories that come out of that. But uh, he's now a, uh, I'm going to call him a movie maker. He, uh, he does all sorts of stuff. You can probably see his work. We'll ask him about that later on. But uh, his name is Sam Windsor. Welcome to the show, my friend.
1: Welcome, Paul. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Mate, the pleasure is absolutely all mine. Now, um, I did say that we went to school together. We, spent, we did indeed. We spent the last two years of our schooling together. There are a couple of interesting things uh, that came out of that, and most of them revolving around our time in the drama department. Very true. It's where we spent most of our time. Pretty much. Drama nerds. And we, um, in year 12, we'll start with the funnier one, we'll work backwards. In year 12, we auditioned for the Pirates of Penzance. Yes, we did. (laughs) uh, Together. And this is something that I've actually wanted to bring up with you for a long time about 10 years since we left school. Uh, We did for our audition, we did um, Dancing Queen by ABBA. First of all, how did we come to that decision? I assume it was my decision. I was listening to ABBA and I'm like, hey, this will be hilarious. It wasn't. But how did we come to that decision?
1: I'm pretty sure it was your decision. (laughs) Like, I, I think I actually had to learn Dancing Queen by ABBA for that and I think I maybe didn't even want to admit that I didn't know the words to Dancing Queen I don't know why I I, I felt hurt or like felt the need like oh shit I can't let people know that I don't know the words to Dancing Queen Um, as if it's some deep dark secret everyone should know Dancing Queen.
0: Ironically people would probably think you were straight when you said I don't know the words to Dancing Queen (laughs) and now questions (laughs) get asked about us and why the hell were two uh, I'm going to say talented men singing Dancing Queen together and my distinct memory of it and this is what I always tell people and you can correct me if you think I'm wrong but not only were we not in tune with each other neither of us was vaguely in tune with the CD that we had going in the background either and my memory is that it was just you know for the panel of three people you know head of drama and the other drama teacher and probably the head of music actually now I think about it it was just like torture for them and we're going no no the good bit's coming up the chorus is coming just just hold on for the chorus and they're like just no can it can it and then
1: yeah I think it completely was torture um I mean I I I think the song is completely out of my vocal range to start with (laughs) so that's probably you know if you're auditioning for a musical the song you should choose would should probably be something in your vocal range so that was probably the first mistake there um then yeah, I'm pretty sure we were horribly out of tune with each other and the CD. Um, and, and like I said, it, I vaguely knew the chorus. Yeah, Leading sure. up to the chorus, I was like, oh, fuck. You know, what, what, you know I, was, I was trying to learn as much as I could. And, 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 I, and I think I probably didn't completely <laughs> have it down. And, and you know when, and sometimes you do that singing along and you don't completely know the words, so you're, sort of, you're that one step behind yeah, sure. where you get the first bit of the word and that reminds you, yeah. it's like... Dancing Queen, yeah, okay. <laughs> now it's reminded me. Um, so I'm very confident it was complete torture, and the only reason we actually ended up in that play is uh, they all thought we were good blokes, and yeah, we, we 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 better pop those guys in.
0: And perhaps we had to for some sort of drama assessment. Yeah, I and think we, that's we as well. Yeah, <laughs> didn't but I had a similar thing. You know, uh, a few years after that, I was uh, hosting a a radio show on community radio, and uh, this girl who I'd been to uni with came in with her band to do an interview. Yeah. And they used to do a um, punk cover of uh, the, the one by poli- The Police. What am I thinking of? Message in a Bottle. That's it. There we go. Correct. Look at you. Better than me. But anyway, <laughs> so they did this sort of punk cover of it. And I, they came in for this interview and I said, oh, can I do guest vocals on Message in a Bottle? I really like that song. Yep. And they're like, yeah, we're doing a gig tonight. You should totally come down, do guest vocals. And I'm like, okay, fine. And I discovered the same thing. I listened to it about three times that afternoon. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of on top of this. And I got on stage and I'm like, I only know message in a bottle and sort of mumbled my way through the verses and just looked like a giant dick. I mean, that's, that's pretty much my experience every time
1: I, I, I go to karaoke is, is always be like, okay, okay, I've, I've got to sing something, you know, it can't be something obscure because A, karaoke places don't have it, and you want to sing something people know, you know. People can sing along. Exactly, they can course. sing along to, and then you go, oh, Yeah. I know that song. And then you get there and realize, I only know the chorus. <laughs> and of course, because you p- pick some, you know, you're trying to like, yeah, you want to pick a crowd pleaser. Everyone else knows the song better than you do. And you're sitting there mumbling along and everyone else is singing along. and like, oh, crap. And then you try and do the like, hey, why don't you sing a verse? Hold the mic out. And then the chorus is up and it's back to me. Yeah, everyone loves
0: me. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a weird thing, karaoke. I, um, I find it very sort of... I, I guess it's one of those things that people do because they want attention. Yeah. It, it, it's, yeah. it's the most sort of attention-grabbing thing that you can do. You're just yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to get up in a room full of strangers and I'm going to sing a song. I'm going to butcher a song. Yeah, first destroy of all. a song. Because there's not many people that can sing well at karaoke. No. So no. then you have to choose a song that you feel no one's going to be that pissed if you butcher it. And there are, you know, yeah. there are the standards. There's your living on a prayers. Yeah. There's your summer of 69s. There's your, I don't know what else people do at karaoke. Probably, um, probably something by like hunters and collectors. Uh, there's, in this this n- there's
1: only like the token Beatles song that everyone has to come, you know, a bit of Hey Jude at the end of the yeah, night. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: And, uh, you know. but it, it's, I don't really get karaoke. But the other thing that you did, and this we did as a joke in uh, some assessment that we had to do, and then subsequently actually became a real thing, and you should have been claiming royalties, was you wrote a mock kind of star wars the musical oh,
1: i've forgotten about that <laughs> and
0: then I, I i no we didn't write it we had this piece and it was you sort of trying to write something and then you had this dream and it was all these other places sort of mixed yeah, together, mixed together yeah. and then the phone rang you woke up and they're like what have you got for us and you said star wars the musical it's going to be amazing and then you're like hello anyone there you know type thing yeah And about three months after we did this and performed (laughs) it, Star Wars the Musical actually Actually came out. out. (laughs) Did did you ever get to see it, first of
1: all? No, no, I didn't. Um, Like, I remember, like, like, hey, because obviously, you know, I'm a bit of a Star Wars fan. That's I think that's how that came through. Um... Didn't you, you
0: know, have an R2-D2 phone?
1: I did have an R2-D2 phone. Do you phone. still have it? No, no. It's, it, it, uh, it, it broke somehow. Oh. Um, well, well, it's the, the voice quality just sort of dropped out. Okay, And sure. so the joy of like, hey, my R2-D2 phone's going... And then you answer it and, and you're like, what? I can't hear you. What? What? Yeah, like, why don't you call back? <laughs> yeah, they called back! <laughs> you know, and, and it's that thing of... Um, you know, when you've got such a cool ring, you don't actually want to pick up the phone. No, exactly. Which, which would go on a completely different tangent, is something I hate about modern um, mobile phones. And people can put awesome pop songs on their phone, and so some, you know, someone gets a call, and you're, and their uh, you know their phone goes off, and you're like, man. I fucking love that song. That's awesome. I've forgotten about how much I love that song. And then they pick up the phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love like, that song, but I don't love hearing six seconds of
1: yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You just remind me how much I love that song and then cut me off. Cut me off. I was like, someone call him back. And Yeah. But to get back onto stories, the musical. Yeah, back. segue back in. No, I didn't see it because I was busy. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but you had a whole... Didn't you... You did write like... One song, Is yeah, that right? yeah, yeah. I think there was, there, whole, was, there, there was song. one
1: song that we did, yeah, because I think what was the piece? It was about a writer that couldn't come up with ideas, and we kept
0: that's out, not a cliche at all. No yeah, one's yeah, ever a, done that piece at all.
1: Like, I, I think <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I think I may have thought I was completely original <laughs> at the time, um. And yeah, so I think we kept on having like these little dream, like dream sequences of ideas. Yeah, and then it came back, and his only idea was Star Wars the Musical. And, and yeah, I think we came up with some little piece.
0: By we, uh, you mean you? Yeah,
1: you, me. You, you me. were the
0: overly uh, yeah. Star Wars nerdy one. Yeah, but
1: so so I just yeah went with it, and <laughs> obviously everyone went along with me, and. Um, I wish I could remember it. Uh, it's probably horrible, but um, I'm sure there was some vague bit of merit to it.
0: Yeah, I, I, we didn't fail that class. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Despite their best efforts to yeah. fail us for everything we did, they're just like, you guys uh, are such not dicks. Again. Like, why are you doing this nerdy shit? Yeah. Like, like just do some Shakespeare, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, someone play Park, and everyone will be happy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so uh, there you go. That's a bit of uh, background about how I, uh, how I know Sam. And how we grew up together, and the ridiculous things we got up to at school. We're gonna take a short break and we'll come back with more fun on just potting along. Welcome back to Just Potting Along. It is Paulie P and joined in the cavern by uh, Mr. Sam Windsor. He is a filmmaker. That is what he does with his life. And uh, I have to say I'm quite jealous because I studied film and was totally shit at it. And uh, from what I can gather, uh, this is not a criticism of you, Sam. You just bought a kick-ass camera. Everyone wanted to use your camera and you were like, you know what? Fuck it. If you're going to use it, you're going to use me. And you essentially created a market for yourself. And good for you. That's,
1: that's, that's pretty much the sum of it. You know, just bought my way into the industry. You know, it's, it's a, a great idea. I, I highly recommend it. Um, well, not always. It was a lot of being the right place at the right time. Like, it's all gotten stuck in this rut of, uh, doing sort of event videography and filming bands. And obviously it's not what I want to do on a more cinematic drama. And, um, I was working retail at the time and I had this idea of like, look, don't want to be working retail. I'm just going to save up a bunch of money so I can get the hell out of retail. The original plan was, who can blame you on exactly.
0: that? Exactly. Who, who can blame <laughs> you working with people, shittest job in the I world? I
1: mean, that's it. I think everyone should do a stint working retail just so they know what retail people have to put up with. Um, um... Because you have to put up with a hell of a lot. And, and especially right now, it's Christmas time. My thoughts go out to the people stuck in retail at Christmas time. It's not fun. Because it's like, what do you mean you don't have this in stock? I need it in stock. I don't care if it's Christmas Eve. Get me the fucking My Little
0: Pony or whatever it is. Because my daughter needs it. My, she will die. My condolences, just on condolences at Christmas time. I yep. used to work in radio and I was a commercial producer. And that is the worst time of year for a commercial producer. That, yep. actually, but... Just quickly, the thing about producing Christmas ads is that there is a whole lot of Christmas music. And everyone's yep. like, oh, I want this Christmas music yep. under my ad or that Christmas music. The worst is when you get, here's an Easter commercial. Give it Easter type music. I'm sorry, what the shit is Easter type music? And you're like, okay, I'm just going to have some kind of bling, 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 bling. And, yeah. i don't know what do you put jive bunny it's got bunnies you know <laughs> it, it, well <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah except that's copyright so it has to be sounds ah. like jive bunny yeah. and sort of vaguely <laughs> resembles it but isn't actually otherwise yep. there'll be a whole lot of copyright infringement but continue
1: cool um so so i was saving up money and my original plan was because everyone seems you know with film like you end up okay you got to work for free a bit to you know make sure everyone knows you so original deal was save up you know some money so i had enough money to live on for about a year that i could just do free work if need be. Okay. Um, and so I started saving up this cash and then I had been watching, you know, I'm a bit of a camera nerd, you know, following all the cameras and there's a digital uh, camera that's coming out, a digital cinema style camera um, that I was getting really excited about called The Red One, uh, made by the guy who founded Oakley Sunglasses of okay. all people. Um, and I was following this camera I thought, this camera looks awesome. I like the way they're, they're doing things. It just seems like a great digital camera designed for, you know, the cinema world, replaces the way f- film camera, film movie cameras work. And, um, I said, what the hell I'm going to put down a deposit on it. Cause I've got this cash and I'll go buy a camera. And, uh, I did. And, um, Went out with it, uh, various roles With shooting, assisting, uh, doing uh, data wrangling. Because the big thing is uh, these digital cameras, they all shoot data, ones and zeros. And at the time, no one was really specialized in doing that sort of stuff. Okay. So I wasn't stepping on anyone's toes if I went out as the data wrangler. Okay. Uh, so there's no like, oh, we don't want this guy. Yeah, it became like, oh, we need a data wrangler. This guy seems to know it. And then eventually, um, when things really started to like kick off was there's a feature came in, in town and they're shooting on the same camera that I owned. I didn't get my camera on it because I hired it from people from over east. <laughs> but, Idiots. Exactly. Um, but they're like, oh, we need someone to, to data wrangle. And uh, a camera assistant that I worked, on, on a, worked with on Empire of the Sun music video, it's like, oh, there's this guy, you know, he's got his own camera, knows him really well, and he's all on top of it. Um, and uh, they put me on it. And the fact that I wasn't the tag-along to my camera anymore um, was when I felt like, okay, cool. I'm not just that lame guy that they put up with because they actually want my camera. It's like, no, we're not even using your camera, but we want you. Um, and I thought, cool, awesome. I've, I've actually finally, you know... you broke. I've like broken in. I appreciate it. I'm not the tag-along. And that's carried through to... Numerous features. I think I've done about five or so features now. uh, And I'm currently doing work on a a 3D documentary over in Sydney, which is very exciting. Uh, Which I can't tell you more about, unfortunately, because I had to sign away my firstborn child. No, that's okay.
0: But let's, uh, you were saying you were making music videos and doing all sorts of stuff. Let's get wanky here. Oh, let's do it. Let's name drop, because I reckon I can go head to head with my uh, radio people I've met and you can go with people you've worked with. Let's go.
1: Okay, so I I think you're going to kick my ass here, because like I the biggest one is, is Empire of the Sun. Okay. Um, that's, that's the biggest one, uh, working with Luke Steele, so I've worked on two music videos with him. Um, I also spent a weird day filming random crap in his house. Okay. Because um, after working with the music videos, um, he had seen some of the other stuff that I'd done, and this was when Empire of the Sun were finally getting their live show together, which okay. they took a hell of a while to get to. And they'd been getting some guys over East to do back background visuals for for the show. And he wasn't happy with them. So he thought he'd just get us down and would just film stuff. And he didn't really have a plan. And so I just spent a day in Luke Steele's house filming random stuff so we, we had a green screen and so there's a bit of dressing Luke Steele up in random outfits <laughs> dancing around in front of a green screen so he had like you know feather headdresses okay. crazy makeup and then he'd just pull out random things like he pulled out a typewriter He was like what can we do with this? <laughs> Cut to shot of a toilet bowl Yeah <laughs> you know we, we didn't shoot the toilet bowl you know we, had we gone on we might have got it but yeah we had this typewriter and it was like filmed it like real close and I set the shutter speed really fast so it looked like a stop motion thing and I'm then not. got him to play the typewriter to the music. Okay, and that's it looked, cool. So we just had these cool abstract things. He brought out this weird crystal pyramid. Um, okay, and we thought, ah, oh, we we got some water, got some dye, and coloured some water, and then poured the water over the pyramid, and then we played it backwards, and it was like this coloured. was shooting out of this crystal pyramid very very Empire of the Sun I'd say
0: but there is nothing better than putting footage in reverse that's what I discovered at university so it's crazy
1: stuff and it's probably you know it's probably more the stuff that would have you know suited you know early 90s rage <laughs> uh, and none of it ended up getting used at all um, but I remember uh, a friend of mine was actually the guy who was triggering the live video for the okay, show yeah. and uh, I remember asking like uh, when I found out they did it because uh, I saw the show I got tickets to it yeah. and none of the stuff was used and the stuff that came from over it was, was better than what we did it was <laughs> you know, our stuff was cool but it was actually a cohesive whole okay, sure. and um, I remember going like um, mentioning that I'd done this and I was like so that's what all that random footage was. <laughs> so it was actually on their computer. They could play it at any time. It was there, but obviously it, it wasn't worth doing. But yeah, he was wondering, what the hell was all this random footage of like Luke Steele dancing around in front of a green screen and um, typewriters and... Yeah.
0: So is Luke Steele the one that went on to be in Panau or was that the other guy?
1: No, he's he's the sleepy Jackson guy. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: I can never keep up with this yep. stuff. This is a yep. world I don't really yep. understand. Yep. <laughs> Despite working in commercial radio for three years, I never <laughs> learnt who was who and who fits where and how it all kind of breaks. But I um actually the funniest sort of interview that I did like that was I interviewed uh two of the guys from the fray yeah not isaac slade he was sick at the time so i got you know johnny and peter no names from the fray they were lovely guys i'm not criticizing them but they were the no-name guys and they'd literally just come off the plane you know airport to our studio and i've done those long-haul flights and i know how much of a sort of You know, your brain just goes to sludge at the end of it. And so we're doing this interview with them and uh, the guy I'm working with is like, oh, you know, the fray. you guys have done some awesome stuff. Your album's great. Like, you know, stereotypical wank that you feel you have to ask. Yeah, suck up to them. And they just weren't into it. You know, it was a really boring interview. And then I've gone, you know what would be really cool? Uh, You guys strike me as being kind of nerdy. And they're like, I'm like, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. You know, maybe this is a secret. I don't really know. They're like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. And I've gone, okay, let's talk nerdy. Who's your favorite Street Fighter 2 character? And these guys were just going, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, oh, let's talk about stuff that's interesting. Yeah. You know, this is what happened. So we got onto that. And then I think I confessed to them. I was like, look... Ads over here has done all the research for this interview. I decided that I wasn't going to do a whole stack of research, but I did put the fray plus interesting facts into Google. Here's a list of stuff that's come up. Can we play true or false? And they were really into it. And it was like really pathetic stuff. It was like, you know, Joe has a green toothbrush. And he's like, probably did at one point in my life, but uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's blue at the moment. And I'm like, oh, come on. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of funny, you know, those sorts of things. I, I did discover that, that the best way to do, you know, I don't know about filming stuff, it's sort of different because there's a visual aspect yep. to it, so it has to look moderate, but those interviews with people like that, you ask them something really obscure and sort of left field, and you get the best interview, you know, that you're going to get, and that yep. they do on the whole tour, because you're not like, so tell me about how to save a life, how did it get used on Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake! You know, so, Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's is because I, I used to do a bit of um, like when I was doing the sort of filming bands and stuff. I actually had a uh, I did a little video podcast for a while okay, filming sure. you know indie bands and stuff, and had some really you know found that if you ask some different questions, you know instead of just like so how d- how did you uh you know record that album? I was like well, I played guitar and I uh, <laughs> put a microphone next to it, uh, someone hit record, you know is is you know we when you delve a bit deeper and go a bit left field, that's when things get interesting. Um, and now I'm trying to think of an interesting story, but nothing has come to mind. <laughs> Nothing's come to mind, yeah. and now
0: it looks awkward. Yeah,
1: now him. it looks awkward, yeah. Um, although I do remember, uh, having an interesting interview with uh, this... I don't know if you know, there's uh, an artist called Jens Leckman. Um, okay, I don't know Jens he's, 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 he's Swedish, you know. Okay. Um, you know, likes to play the ukulele. Okay. And, uh, you know, very very, very big. with all the indie crowd, and we we're trying to interview him and apparently is really sick um and we ended up getting the interview because um, we offered to interview him before a sound check. Okay. And everyone else wanted to interview him in the morning for the radio programs. Like, fuck that! I'm sick. I can't do it. But sure. I got to be there for sound check. And had this interview and ended up having this whole conversation about how much he hates interviews. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was really awkward, especially because like we we're trying to find a place with light. And so I was interviewing him because we needed video and we didn't have any lights. And then a place with decent light was. Was the the female toilets in the backstage area? <laughs> so the interview of this guy in this random, you know, stuck in the female toilets, doing an interview, and he was just telling me about how much he hated interviews, and there was like the whole interview, and he was going kind of like, you know, I actually stopped doing them for a while, and then I realized that if I don't do them, no one wants to tour me yeah. because they're promotions. Um, but then at the end of it, once we cut, he was like, oh, thank you so much for doing that because i give him an easy interview. And I was well, like, yeah. man. So I was just sitting there like, oh, man, I feel so bad. <laughs> you know, he's, you know. And then afterwards, he's like, oh, no, thanks. That was so easy. You know, it's just it's so convenient to do it now. You know, I've got to do these things. Like, cool, you know, thanks for uh, making me feel like complete shit while I was interviewing you. But, hey, it's, it's all good now.
0: So you said you uh, used to uh, record a whole lot of indie bands. What percentage of the time did you feel like an indie wanker? Oh,
1: uh, uh, a, a lot of the time. I mean, I got into my indie wank. Okay. Um, you know, I enjoy the indie bands, you know. But then, you know, this whole thing is you start telling people about bands, like, oh, yeah, man, you know, these guys are totally awesome. I'm like, yeah,
0: I never heard of them. Yeah, I never heard of them. Yeah, yeah they're just about to pop, man. They're going to yeah. be the next big thing. And yeah. 95, no, 99% of yeah. the time, they're not. Yeah.
1: They're, they're not, you know, but, but you know, I wish they would be, you know. I mean one of the things I've found is a lot of indie, you know, the indie crew don't want their bands to be big. And that's always pissed me off because... It's like, I really like these guys' music. They're unknown, but I want them to be number one. I want their music to be... I want them to be
0: rich. Exactly.
1: Exactly. I want to be sitting down, you know, in my car, and they just pop on the radio. I want to be strolling down, you know, the big shopping center and hear them on the radio, because that's the stuff I want to hear. I want to, you know, just have this music blasted at me in my life, um, because I enjoy it. So I really don't get this whole oh man, you know, I was totally into them until they were overplayed, and you you know, now you hear them at
0: the Shopping malls are just not cool anymore. And you know, I was like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, the one that I heard, you know, because I was, I was still working in radio when, uh, that conditions, the Temper Trap album came yeah. out. And that yeah. was massive. Yeah. And it was great, you know, good on them they're, It's a really cool album. I don't know what they're doing now, but I was in, um, I was in a toy store in the Third Street Promenade in yeah. Santa Monica, yeah. and Sweet Disposition came yeah. on, and I was like, this is the coolest shit ever. Like, yeah. good for these guys, you know? And I, yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah. You're like, I like a band, but I don't want everyone else to know about them. Yeah. And you're like, no, fuck that. They worked hard. They've spent a long yeah. time honing their craft. Yeah. They deserve all the money that they get.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a, like when I was doing these, you know, filming indie bands stuff like that is because I wanted people to know about these guys. That's why I was filming them and yeah. interviewing because I thought they were cool. Um, of course, it didn't really go anywhere because people were like, oh yeah, indie bands don't, you know, don't 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 spoil the secret, you know, <laughs> don't <laughs> let everyone know about Jens Zachmann. He's really awesome, um, but but you know you don't know him and that's why he's awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm better than you because I know of this guy that plays yeah. the ukulele and yeah. you don't.
1: And you don't exactly.
0: That strikes me as a lot of the kind of indie crowd. They like to be. Yeah. They're not even. Even sort of... I don't don't even know that I would call them... um, You know, there's a term that they use in advertising, because I studied that as well. Uh, And it's essentially you advertise to early adopters. You want the cool kids to pick up an idea, to make it cool, and then everyone gets on board and it becomes massive. But I don't even think that indie kids are early adopters. I think they're just... They're kind of just wankers, really.
1: Well, it's, it's the whole, you know, and I think you know I'm often like this, where you you always want something new and different, you know, and that's sure. exciting. And I think that's the thrill is discovering a new band that no one's really heard. You know, that it's something unique because you're not getting a blast on the radio. It's new and it's different. Um, but then. They've got to move on to the next thing. You know, so it's like, okay, that's new and different and now I'm used to it. It's lost its appeal. It's it's you know, it's not new and different and unheard of anymore. So gotta seek out the next unheard of crazy thing and um you know, and and I think you know they are a bit early adopters because they talk to their friends and their friends get into it and they're sure. going, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not into skrillex is totally overrated now dubstep fuck that shit who listens to that, you know, um, well before they're like, man, have you heard this guy? Man, those you know those drops and you know these beats they're crazy and you know there's nothing like it and
0: yeah, it's also terminology I don't really get.
1: Yeah, um, I think I'm half making shit up.
0: (laughs) But you do it with such conviction that it sounds like it's real. So There we go, yeah. Do you know the other thing I found really interesting, and I think about this a lot in terms of the way the music industry has gone, and nowadays, this isn't going to be overly hilarious just as a preface, but nowadays, you know, music has to be so kind of fancy and there has to be so much to it and the sort of production of it is so amazing and this and that. And I just think that, you know, someone like... that's not to say that you know singer songwriters jack johnson's done it right john mayer's done it right. you know there are a few but to me i think about guys like simon and garfunkel or bob dylan and they're just enormous Hmm. but you know no one's ever heard of bob dylan he releases like a rolling stone tomorrow what percentage people percentage of people are going to give
1: a shit no one. No one. You know, it's just going to be, some oh, yeah, some little guy with his guitar. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's, it's kind of weird, though. Yeah. This is like a guy that's made a squillion dollars, dollars. doing it. You know,
1: one of, you know, the all-time greats, classics, and that's, a, you know, you play it now, and because people know it, it's like, oh, yeah, it's a classic, but if it didn't exist before and it came out now, no one would probably give a shit, which is very, very bizarre. It, it is kind yeah. of weird,
0: but I, uh, I have a friend of mine in England who used to be in the Merchant Navy, and he's originally from Liverpool. He must be... I don't know, 68 now, maybe... And he once told me, we were just talking about, you know, gigs we'd been to, and it was quite hard to Mm. sort of battle with him, because I'd been to all modern stuff. I was like, oh, I did see Bob Dylan one time, that was pretty good, you know, whatever. And he told me that, you know, there's that famous music club in Liverpool called The Cavern, Mm -hmm. uh, which is not where I stole the idea of calling my house The Cavern from. (laughs) Awkward. But anyway, we, we progress. And he said he saw, before either of them were big, he saw The Beatles and Jerry and the Pacemakers on a double bill at the cavern for one fucking pound. I was like, how do I compete with that? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, that's that's a story.
0: Yeah. But he also said the funny thing about the music at that time in Liverpool is so, you know, the Beatles and Jerry and the Pacemakers both came out of Liverpool, Hmm. and he said there were a whole stack of bands that were... You know, obviously not quite as good Mm. because no one ever heard them. But he's like, they were were comparable to those two. And he said, it's all about the marketing. And it's the same now. It's like Adele, you know, there was an article when I was in England earlier this year about the 100 most powerful people in the music industry Mm. in Britain. And number one was Adele's PR team. Like, yeah. they are the most powerful people yeah. in music at the moment. They can make or break someone. Exactly. And it's sort of, it's such a weird thing that it's no longer a meritocracy of how good the music is. Yeah. It's a meritocracy of how good your PR team is and how much shit they can spin yeah. about how good you are.
1: Yeah, and because the whole thing is, you know, no one's going to know about the music unless it's put in front of them. So it's all, it's all become about people putting in front of you, you know, getting them on posters and magazines, music videos, getting it all out there so you're exposed to it. And and one of the things I find with music is there's a lot of music that if you're just exposed to it continuously it grows on you
0: yeah like exactly. that's
1: a lot of, so if people can just blast that music out to you a lot of the time it either grows on you or completely shits you um, and if it completely shits you well I don't think they're really bothered because well. Uh, You know, if you didn't know it, you're not going to buy it. If it completely shits you, you're not going to buy it.
0: Although that said, you know, there are a few examples where completely shitting you has actually been the whole purpose of it. You know, we can look at uh, anything by Aqua. Um, We can look at, uh, you know, the Macarena. We can look at Mambo Number 5, Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. You know, there is a whole sort of market for that. But you have to be you have to have something that's a bit different if yeah. it's going to be a song that's going to shit everyone, but they'll yeah. still get into it. But, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing, is you say that so much of it is just, you know, like a play count, and mm. that's what's important. And I find that, you know, I, I'm going to confess that I'm quite fickle. And so I will hear a song by a band, and I'll be like, oh, I like that. So yeah. I'll, sometimes I'll go out and buy the album. Sometimes yeah. I'll, you know, download it legally. Um, whatever, depending on how I feel at the time. But so often, you'll listen to an album, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, the only song I really like is the one that's being played on the radio. Yeah. Then they'll release the next single. And you're like, oh, actually, I didn't think this song was that good when I listened to the album on but my But actually, own. it's quite good. But actually, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. And it's that same thing. It's, it's just about play count, yeah. you know? It, and
1: you give it another try. Because oh, yeah, I mean, some of my favorite songs, when I first heard them, I completely hated them. Yeah. And then... You know, they slowly grew on me. You know, they're the the song that came after the song I really liked on yep. the album. You know, and you just left it on, like, oh, I can't be bothered turning it off, and then actually. The song
0: kicks ass. Although, yeah. although the, the one band that's the exception to that rule is um, the Mumford & Sons album. Mm-hmm. And I think everything that got released off that album was good. There's no question of that. Yeah. But actually the best stuff was the stuff that never got released. off Really? Album. I, yeah. I have to
1: admit, I haven't listened to the album. Like, I've only listened to the singles. Yeah.
0: The only problem with that album is that it's a bit samey. And not only yeah. samey in terms of sound, but samey in terms of content. And yeah. you're like... I feel like I've heard this song already. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they've got a little lion else. man,
1: little tiger man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it. A yeah. you know, little puma man. Yeah. And then you know, they go on to little jaguar boy. And yeah. they're like, hey, it's hey. a whole new thing. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. How do they do it? But uh, yeah, they, that was actually a good album, that song. Yeah. I enjoyed oh, it cool. immensely. So there you go. Uh, we're going to take another short break. And we'll be back in just a second with more Just Potting Along. Welcome back to Just Potting Along. It is your host Polly P, and joined in my living room by Mister Sam Windsor. He is a filmmaker extraordinaire, may or may not be true, but he is a filmmaker, and uh, he is an old friend of mine. And it's very noble of him to take time out of his busy schedule to uh, get up and talk to me. I assume you would have just slept in, isn't that uh, what you? Feel yeah, yeah, I, I, I would have
1: slept in. You know, if, if I'm not working, um, I try to sleep in just sleep like- or, or you know often I'll be like okay so today I've got nothing planned I'm just going to sleep in then someone calls me at 8 o'clock in the morning I was like yeah yeah we really need you to work a full day today I was like really do you really this actually happened on, um, on, on Saturday um, had a big night on, on Friday night so I'm, I'm, I'm back in town from Sydney I've got a few days off so I thought okay just going to take it easy, relax, and then had a big night on Friday, 8 o'clock in the morning. Good mate calls me up, going, Sam, mate, how are you doing? I'm like, this, this isn't <laughs> sounding good. It's, it's, it's just setting up for a favor. And he's, he's all like, would you be available to camera operate on a music festival? I'm like, when? He's like, 11 o'clock today. <laughs> and I'm like, look, to be honest, you know, I've been really busy lately. I'm back in Perth to chill out really just want to sleep in play some video games watch a movie and have a day off and I was like oh, so I've been calling everyone and, and like no one's answering their phones probably because they all had <laughs> a really big night because there's there's a big industry thing at industry okay. Christmas party so everyone probably had a big night that night um and someone pulled out and I can't find anyone I was like look you're a mate if you need me I'm there but if you can find someone else I'd be really appreciative sure. 50 minutes later yeah I was like, mate, how you doing? You couldn't find anyone else, did you? No, no. So my whole day of, you know, sitting around, watching movies, playing video games, sleeping the fuck in, um, doing shit all, you know, probably sitting there on Facebook, a uh, bit of that stuff was instead out in the hot sun with a camera filming some bands uh, for about that was about 11 hours yeah
0: did you film anyone good?
1: oh uh, I had Catalyst uh, they were quite good Salmonella dub I really okay. enjoyed uh, especially because they actually had a VJ for part of this set so I got okay. to put the camera down chillax you know did a bit of nodding you know <laughs> enjoying the tunes uh, and then uh, VJ's finished grab the camera yep nice um, but yeah, it, I, like, I used to be really into filming the bands um, because this whole you know. I think when it's only indie bands, there's people like, yeah, there was a thing of, I want to show people this band. Sure. You know, like I really like the guys, I want other people to like them. But when I'm just filming at a festival, you know, there isn't that same thing of, there isn't that feeling of purpose, like I have to show people the band. It's sure. like, well, they're already there seeing it. And It's just, you know, <laughs> some people are too busy getting drinks and, you know, they can't actually see the band and, you know, if something interesting happens they want to watch on the screen. Do you don't ever think... just
0: zoom in on Hot Girls' boobs?
1: Uh, I don't necessarily zoom in on the booze, but it is part of this thing like the director has a, has a big thing of, you know, getting the hot chicks okay. on the screen and this was out in Rockingham and to be completely honest... That was a bit of a challenge. There wasn't a lot of talent.
0: Yeah, there, I, uh, <laughs> I, d- I dated a girl down that way in uh, first year university. For those of you listening elsewhere in the country or world, uh, Rockingham's about 40 minutes south of where we are right now. And um, I guess the... I was in England. This is yep. just an aside. And I, I went to the, um, the Heddington Steam Rally. Heddington's yep. this sort of nice little village in yep. rural England. And I was talking to the woman. I was buying some fudge. And, uh, and that was your cue to make some fudge packing joke. Hilarious! <laughs> well, uh, well I, I, I
1: assumed, you know, that if you didn't eat all the fudge, you, you had to pack it before you came back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, probably, probably, you know, got your face in the fudge and then enjoyed it so much that you bought a whole bunch to pack and bring home with you. Correct, that's yep. exactly right. Yep. But
0: anyway, so I'm buying this fudge and this woman's like, oh, you, your accent's not local. And I'm like, no. And she's like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, Australia. And she's like, oh, which part of Australia? And I'm like, oh, Perth. And she's like, oh, I've only been to Perth once. I'm like, I always find it weird when people say they've been to Perth because there's not much yeah, here. No, it's no, sort of there's... you know, I mean there are reasons to come here, but mostly everyone's yeah, like, we... I go to Melbourne, I go to Sydney, yeah. I might go to the Gold Coast, you know, I might go to the Barrier Reef, I might yeah. go to Brisbane, whatever. But... Yeah, well what if we got
1: the Belltown.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, you know, you've got the Aproles <laughs> Islands and you've got anyway, uh, we're not gonna get into that jibber jabber. But uh, anyway, so she's like, Yeah I went to Perth and I'm like, Oh which part? And she's like oh I spent some time in Rockingham, and I'm like <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) No shit, that can't be right. And she's like, well, why not? And I'm like, no, I I was being sarcastic. That's where all the English people go. I mean, if you told me you hadn't been to Rockingham, that would have been a much bigger shock to my system than saying that you went there. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. That's the sort of background of Rockingham and why there is subsequently not much talent.
1: Yeah, yeah, there there, there wasn't. So so she's like, okay, let's get some hot chicks on screen. See what you got for me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, okay, that 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 really nasty-looking girl is completely going off to the music. <laughs> Let's just get her. Yeah, <laughs> you know she's at least enjoying herself. You know, so if we put someone enjoying herself on the screen, maybe everyone else will sure enjoy themselves. Um, but yeah, but but there's this thing you know with this was like if you enjoy the band. You don't really want to be sitting behind a camera watching through a viewfinder. And if you don't enjoy the band, you don't even want to be there. No,
0: exactly. (laughs) That that makes sense. Now, uh, just going back in the... uh, the...
1: That that was a lame rewind sound.
0: Or or maybe it was travelling through time. Your your uh, you're, uh Wayne's world. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, in the break, we were just talking, and you were saying, "Oh, you should have told everyone that uh, you do film this in a, uh, or you record this in a cavern," uh, which
1: you- which you do. Yeah, of course. Yep.
0: Battling with stalactites. Exactly. Stalactites. No, one just just. <laughs> Oh, one
1: just fell down. Um, you've really got to watch that.
0: But yep. you, were, uh, you were complaining about spelunkers.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, they are getting in the way in this cavern. We're just trying to have a <laughs> bit of peace. We came down to this cavern because no one else is here. We thought, what better place to do a little podcast where you can just get away from the world? And these fucking spelunkers came down.
0: And I was saying to you that I feel like spelunking is a term not used enough in common parlance. It's not. It's I not. mean, there's not many occasions you get to bring up, like, hey, I was out spelunking on the weekend. And I saw some sick stalactites.
1: Exactly. I think that may have been. It was like, he mentioned caves.
0: Matt, this may be a chance where I can use the word <laughs> spelunking but that's the other thing I've got to capitalise on this the other thing about it is someone will always say something about spelunking you know, yep. whenever anyone mentions cave and everyone else in the room is just like oh fuck, that was my chance yep. to say spelunking <laughs> and you beat me to it now what the hell am I going to say about cave? Uh. Oh, how those stalagmites are they bloody growing tall enough and bloody going to touch the roof oh forget it, it's all yep. too hard
1: yeah, well, that, that's why I to jump in. I yeah. did ground this. I I'd, I'd acclaim the spelunking, <laughs> you know. It's like pull at it fast. It's such a. This is my chance. It's, it's such a weird word. To... It feels so good to say it. The you know, <laughs> spelunking, you know. It's just.
0: It does. It does kind of sound like if you mumble it though, people might think you're saying spunking.
1: Yeah, true. And that, that's yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. Why what,
0: what he talking well, about? What are you doing in a cave? A <laughs> I was in a cave
1: with Paul Spunking.
0: <laughs> My, interesting.
1: Is, is this the same guys that uh, sung Dancing Queen? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, this is all adding up to uh, not be best ever for us. Yeah, but, uh, yeah.
1: This is the guy who was felt ashamed for not knowing the words <laughs> to Dancing not Queen. Not me.
0: I knew them all. <laughs> but I uh, actually going back to the Dancing Queen uh, saga, so I used to. You know,
1: young and sweet, only 17. Yeah.
0: Uh, exactly. But I used to, I mentioned I worked in Geraldton, uh, maybe not on this podcast, maybe on the last one, but yeah. I used to do this thing called Jukebox Saturday Night yeah. and we'd go out and we'd have a rig and, you know, the boss would be DJ and I'd play sort of music from the 50s, 60s and 70s. Yeah. And Hey Mickey, despite the fact that it was 80s, <laughs> it would always get played. It was, you know, crowd favourite. And the number of times that I was on stage sort of emceeing with someone and had to dance to Dancing Queen, I can't count them. And every time I'm just like, this is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's, I'm it's, never going to this, get away with this. This song
1: this. will follow you. So, so if anyone's out there listening and, and they see Paul on the street bust out some dancing queen
0: Alternately, you can just send me an email with an attachment of Dancing queen uh, potting along at gmail dot com is, is nice
1: <laughs> nice w- I like the way that you, you, you brought in the, you know, the, the email address you do, know.
0: do you know how many emails I've received at potting uh, at so far sam
1: um, it's it's probably zero, isn't it?
0: Incorrect. I had ah. I had one from iTunes saying, "Yes, hey. yes, we acknowledge that you've tried to submit the first episode of your podcast so far. No further communication. So you yeah. can't actually get it off iTunes as yet. But uh, but wait, it will be there. They're li- they're li- they're reviewing it. Yeah. they have a whole list of things you know yeah. that you can't do. Well, so. I'm sure if we put Dancing Queen in the description, <laughs> you know, people get in, get into it. Well, so yeah, but maybe maybe not. But so and spelunking <laughs> and spelunking exactly, yeah. but. They have a whole list of things you you can and can't put on your podcast and uh one of them is like hate speech Yeah. so you know i can't talk about you know whatever i i mean i assume that's you know as a, a racial thing as yep. opposed to man i hate strawberries and they're just kind of like no nope, he's talking hate speech again <laughs> cut it not going on itunes not there, everybody. There, there
1: it is man you know <laughs>
0: Can't destroy the
1: strawberry industry,
0: it's the dancing queen man. <laughs> exactly, you know, or like, uh, I hate people that walk slowly in the street. <laughs> not not going on iTunes because uh, uh, too it, much
1: hate speech. I and mean, uh, you might have cut out that stuff about us complaining about the spelunkers because I'm sure there are some hardcore spelunkers <laughs> at c- iTunes.
0: I'm certain that that's the uh, that's my target demographic. Well, yeah. it's, it's you
1: know like like, like those, those you know crazy Silicon Valley people. You know they always have the crazy hobbies. And I'm sure. It's spelunking is one of them
0: yeah no that's that's essentially yep. what I, when i set out to do this podcast i was like i'm gonna target the spelunkers so they can have <laughs> something to listen to when they're spelunking
1: exactly on the, on other than iPod. dancing queen yeah
0: exactly it'll co- uh, yeah it'll be a playlist of all the episodes of potting along with yep. P, and uh you know interspersed with dancing queen every two podcasts exactly nice i like it i reckon that would give you the shits after upwards of four seconds <laughs> Either of Dancing Queen or of my podcast. You can decide which one would shit you off more, but I reckon eventually you'd be like, no. No, no. I'm yeah. just going to listen to some Bon Jovi instead. Yeah. You know? yeah. there, there's a guy who knew the score and knew exactly what he was doing. Exactly. Wouldn't it be great if Bon Jovi did a cover of Dancing Queen?
1: That, 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 that would be either... It's one of those things that it wouldn't be just... It, it wouldn't be just a normal little thing. It'd either be, fuck yeah! Or, oh my god, Actually, this is the end of society. <laughs>
0: it, it does feel like the world is slowly coming to an end. end. No, We've four, got... no Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, just bomb be doing, doing dancing, dancing Queen. queen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, um, I have heard Queen do a version of it. Did
1: they dance while doing it?
0: I don't know, I only had the audio of it. But... Um,
1: you know, because... I'd appreciate... If you had Queen dancing, well, doing dancing Queen, you know, just just be Queen beautiful. dancing, and dancing Queen, it's it's made, it's it's together, it's like when the Rolling Stones did like a Rolling Stone, of course, yeah.
0: But actually, the thing that's really interesting about it, so it's a it's a live thing, obviously, they yep. never recorded it, and uh, they've sort of gotten to the end, you know, and it's kind of wound down, yeah. And then the crowd's like, oh, 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 oh <laughs> and it goes on, and Freddie Mercury's just like. This is fucking awesome. And I think he says that. You <laughs> yeah, know, It's yeah. just like wow. Like what's happening? Why can you do this for our songs? <laughs> yeah. And then they start singing again. It's great. It's a great version of it. Oh, great. Cool. Look it up. I will. I will. Or don't. Whatever. You know. <laughs> How am I gonna know?
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll email you and tell you I did. You know.
0: You no, know, I bet you will. Yeah. yeah. That's like uh, you know in radio we used to uh, people would ring up and be like, hey, can I request a song? And of course you know the playlist was always set. Yeah. You know, so you couldn't really alter with it at all, even if you wanted to. And the phrase always used was, "Yeah, yeah I'll get right on it." Click. Click. <laughs> <laughs> I never once got right on anything. Anything. But oh, well. uh, anyway, we're going to take a short break, and we'll come back with more. Just potting along right after this. <laughs> Welcome back to just potting along with uh, Paulie P and uh, Sam Windsor in the cavern, and it echoes immensely. Echo. Uh, echo, we- echo. <laughs> Echo. Immensely, 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 immensely. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's kind of weird. This is when I first sort of started thinking about where I would record this. I was like, oh, yeah, my living room, that's nice. It's casual. It's relaxed. Yeah, you, know, it's, it's,
1: you know, it's nice and bright and pleasant. No you one's going to feel any it's, pressure. It's actually not a, a dark cave. I'll be a lot of people know that.
0: Well, I did say it was my living room. There we go. People it's, would find it strange if I was, you know, I'd be one of those loopy guys that lives in a cave.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it should let, you know, in, any you know, ladies out there, that this is
0: one swish living room, you know. You know, hit up the poly P. To be honest, the ladies aren't interested in poly P. It's something that I've come to terms with. And But uh, would they be interested
1: on. in the living room, man?
0: Maybe, maybe. You, you, you know, I mean, you've got you're... to
1: capitalise on that, <laughs> you, know, you, should, you know. Sign up for internet dating. Don't put any pictures of yourself. Just put pictures of your living room. The living room. <laughs> or just have a little picture so, like, you're in one corner and it just shows this awesome living room. So it's just, you are know, like... Ooh, I really like that couch. don't know who that, who that guy is, but, man, I want to shag someone on that couch. And, hey, if that guy's the closest guy,
0: hey. They'll probably find someone down the street that they think's well, better, bring them back to my house, and I'll be one of those guys that sort of uh, sits there, you know, jacking it in the corner. <laughs> like, really, this is not the best deal that's ever come out of any of this. Um... I, I wish I was more popular. <laughs> oh, well. Way, way to, way to uh, you know, tarnish my already low self-esteem.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, well, can I just say that, you know, if, if you're going out for a while, um, can I borrow your couch?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm, yep. I'm sure I can, uh, yeah, I'll leave your key and you can have the uh, the security code and yep, uh, yep. Just, just lock the door on your way out. You know? No worries. Uh, all, all, all good. <laughs> okay, as, as long as you can lock the door on the way out, yep. that's fine. You can do whatever you like and, uh, you know, don't leave a mess or a horrible stench. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you will. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, it is, you know, my living room. And I thought, yeah, it'd be nice. And then uh, I recorded uh, one of these podcasts that never actually made it. Um, I'm not going to go into the details of that. But there was one that uh, never kind of made it to the people.
1: I'm I'm sure it'll be leaked 20 years down the line when when both of you are famous. It'll be, be you know... the. I, I can see you know the the, the deluxe re-release yeah. of Potting Along yeah. you know the,
0: the hidden interview <laughs> I, I think uh, he's more likely to be famous than I am yeah. at this stage uh, which is
1: why you've got to ride those coattails at some point
0: oh absolutely when, yeah. he's, when he's a there, I'll be yeah. releasing that discussion we had about how much it would cost for him to drink his urine at yeah. various intervals but anyway e- exactly. we're not going to name names
1: or, or have him pay you large amounts of money not to publish it
0: no no I'll publish it it's much funnier yeah. uh, he can keep his Money. There
1: it is. Fully P, man of the people.
0: <laughs> I care. I care about the people. But it it, it really is just a sort of cavernous, echoey room that we're in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, when you're just talking here, generally doesn't sound that no ego. not at you all you know have a chat whatever. i haven't got
1: headphones on and there's no cavernous sounds at all no. i don't feel immersed in the cavern do
0: you want my headphones here okay look i'll sack this is you know as a radio man this is something that i don't it's really like having no headphones yep. but anyway here we go you can have wow it's, it actually sounds quite good without headphones see it's it's, it's amazing you, you okay oops oh, oh, oh we got a. sorry tangle. yep no
1: no you're gonna and and now i've entered the cavern
0: it is kind of cavernous it's, in there isn't it's it?
1: very spacious you know
0: and now you have my awkward sweaty headphones so congratulations yeah. you just got some sort of disease <laughs> you've got ear disease yeah a lot sorry like do you I, want a bit more volume in your cans is that oh, that's better?
1: nice i i think i can hear my voice you know refracting around the stalactites
0: it's beautiful isn't yeah. it yeah can you hear the ocean as well if we just pause for a second you know, like when you hold a shell up yep. to your ear and you hear the ocean we'll just pause for two seconds here
1: and there's an ocean in this cabin. Yeah, yeah. This, this is swear amazing. You you can hear the
0: sea. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I don't know how it happened. But, I'm feeling uh, a
1: bit claustrophobic. I, I need to get out.
0: <laughs> there you go. So uh, yeah.
1: Ah, oh, that's better. Oh. Escape the cabin into a nice, bright living room.
0: That's how you feel. I'm yeah. excited to have my headphones back. Ah, like, oh, it's normal again. I yeah. can. I, uh,
1: you, you, I, I think you should you know, if you are posting pictures of the living room to attract the ladies leave out the <laughs> little weird entrance to a crazy cavern that could creep people out
0: I, uh, I like to monitor levels Yeah, I'm a sound <laughs> nerd that, that's what it comes down to yeah. and uh, you know sure, sure I can look at the visualisation yeah, you know, oh, is it peaking there it's gone red <laughs> red alert oh no you did peak there how yeah, awkward I know. Yeah, so, that's
1: mm-hmm. I thought that kind of a meta joke there yeah, yeah. It,
0: it was meta yeah. and uh, I hope you blew out some I'm a speaker, yep. don't send me a complaint send it to Sam uh, you can find him on Facebook. Yeah, you can stalk Google Facebook. Plus. Yeah, yeah, I'm on
1: Google Plus. Yeah, I haven't done like I really got into Google Plus to start with, but then like I really liked it, but then no one was there, and then I sort of forgot about it. And now, now it seems like I keep getting new messages like, "So, so and so's you on Google Plus." Like, oh, people
0: are actually on it now. Maybe I should check it back. But we sort of got into Google Plus. I was a bit the same because uh, a guy, another guy we went to school with, what we, was we Google. had the
1: inside word, and yeah. we
0: kind of got the uh, the early kind of. You yeah. felt like you're an early adopter, and exactly. then you realized that. Look, I, I don't want to say that shit, because maybe this then won't go up on iTunes' it's hate yeah. speech. But, well, well uh, no,
1: no, I, it's
0: Apple probably, no, don't use anything Google. Yeah, well, no, He's that's a- probably true. So. Google <laughs>
1: is the devil. <laughs> Hail jobs, you know.
0: Yeah, but uh, I... I I thought I would like it and then no one I knew was on it that's it and and I go like it once a week and there's one new post most of them from uh, another guy we went to school with Xander Uh, I will leave out his surname he he doesn't have to be completely slandered (laughs) Uh, let's slander Xander hey there's some rhyming for you
1: there it is there's some
0: beats, but uh, yeah I I just couldn't find anyone good on there and so I gave up on it and went back to Facebook
1: and that's it like I thought it was like man this is really nice like the, the way you know it just helped refresh and clean and you weren't getting bugged by people all the time to like hey come to my random event I like, no oh, one I was poking you, you. <laughs> yeah no one's poking you you know um you know and it just you know this is the nice discourse of you know people sharing information and i like the whole circle thing it made it easy to you know you have you know people that you know and you want to know hey cool you know what's paul up to Ah, oh, he's doing a podcast he- here's the yeah. thing though
0: when you posted stuff, because I never really got yeah. into posting stuff on Google+, and I understand that yeah. whole circles. I can yeah. post to my acquaintances, I can yeah. post to everyone, yeah. I can post to my friends yeah. about how shitty my job is, and, and I can still post stuff and about,
1: you know, man, I hate that fucking Paulie P guy, and have it go to everyone but you. Uh, I mean, oh, shit.
0: But how, yeah. how often did you actually use that feature? I, I actually
1: use it quite a bit, because, like, I've got, you know, a lot of, like, my filmy nerd people, and okay. we go on about all this... You know, films, oh, man, have you checked out this new camera? Oh, these lens that most people, I assume, don't want to hear about. Okay, sure. So I had sort of a, my normal people circle. Yeah. And then I had my film nerd people circle. Okay. And then I also had, like, you know, like, a real nerdy nerd sort of circle that I could post about Dungeons & Dragons and stuff like that, and, you know, then the chicks didn't realize that, you know, I was... Rolling, you know,
0: rolling that way. Speaking of nerds, can I just... I just noticed your T-shirt. Like, I'm I'm very (laughs) slow on the update today. Uh, We've been recording this for almost an hour, and you were here for at least 15 minutes before that. But uh, you're wearing a shirt that has... uh, I guess it's meant to be I heart pixels, because it's pixels, it's a square. It's a big square.
1: So, and it's in pixel, it's like I square pixels, but yes, the joke is, is it a red square? So a heart-coloured square being that I heart pixels, but... Being that it's low-res pixels, this heart shows up as a square. Yeah. That's great. That, I love it. It's one of my favorite shirts. It's, it's, yep.
0: it's so nerdy and yep. so unbelievably cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, ta- well, well, I'm taken by it actually Thank you
1: Well, well I, I think things are taken to the nerdy extreme You know they pass a level And they break through the nerdy barrier And they're so nerdy they become cool in my opinion
0: But uh, of course we're not the same size So you can't even be like Hey I have the shirt off yeah. my back What would you yours. have it? Yeah. It would be like a uh, I would be wearing like a tight muscle shirt And it would look terrible on me
1: uh, You know they, they maybe need to give it a try sometime <laughs> Work the muscle shirt you know.
0: Have you have you seen the Adonis like figure that I carve? I say that ironically for everyone listening. I uh, there's nothing Adonis like about me at all.
1: Yeah, well you know when you're climbing except in and in the, out of that cave every except day. Except
0: in the downstairs <laughs> region, right? <laughs> right, right. Hello ladies. Hello
1: ladies. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know a tripod when I see one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's exactly right. Yeah. It's exactly right. And if by tripod you mean uh, a bipod because it's missing a third leg because <laughs> I've stolen it, then uh, we're moving into much more accurate territory. That's, yep. uh, yes. Well,
1: you know, it's... Is, it is, it is. Maybe you shouldn't talk yourself down too much, but you know. But but then, so I think there can be a
0: benefit to that because. Look, if I said that I vaguely resembled a small tree in yeah. my pants, that would be a blatant lie. Yeah. Um,
1: but I think you know, there's some. I merit- resemble
0: a large tree. But- <laughs> I don't. That is such a crock yeah. of shit.
1: But you know, I, continue. I, I think there's some merit to uh, you know not uh, you know beating up yourself too much because you know. Like someone talks about a movie, and they're like, "Man, it's the best movie ever." Then you go see it, and I'm sure, it's a good movie, but it's not the best movie ever. So you see it as crap. Or someone goes and they like, "Man, this movie's so crap," and you see them it, like, "What? It's actually good." So, so you know, maybe if you keep talking yourself down, you know and you say uh, eventually some, eventually some, some going like femininas will go what do you mean <laughs> that's, sp- that's not a button mushroom <laughs> that's a decent cock you got there <laughs> you know
0: a, a button mushroom <laughs> <laughs> thanks Sam that's a uh, way to push myself today. we've already established yeah. it's low yeah uh,
1: how low can you go for
0: <laughs> well exactly we can uh, go
1: spelunking <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can go spelunking uh, you mentioned uh, the best movie of all time and the worst movie of all time just yep. as a like, yep. random aside because aside. I know you're a film nerd, yep. and I know you've thought about it. Yep. What is the best movie? Of best all movie time? of all
1: time, Blade Runner.
0: And what is the worst movie of all time?
1: Yeah, so, see, see, that's that is really hard to say um, because there's the first thing is there's a lot of movies you actively don't go see, sure. because you've heard they're crap.
0: Okay, so worst movie you've seen, then? So, see, see, worst movie. Yeah. Mine's oh. a toss-up between The Borrowers. <laughs> they don't steal; they borrow. With yeah. John Goodman, <laughs> what a steaming pile of shit! Oh, wow. And Um, and my big fat Greek wedding Which I have seen twice Yep Um with the same girl, I saw it at the cinema. Actually, one of the reasons it's so bad, I, all my friends know this story very well. We went to the movies, and yep. she'd seen it. She's like, we, we went to the movies, saw a preview. She's like, yep. oh, we'll have to see that. We'll have to go on a date to yep. see that. I'm like, okay, it doesn't look like best movie ever, but yeah, whatever, you know, yep. if it means I get some tail. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whatever she wants <laughs> right? to see, yeah. I'll happily see yep. it. So she, anyway, she went and saw it with her friends before yep. we went and saw it. I'm like, well... What's the point? You know, yep. she's like, no, no, it was great. I'll see it again. Yeah. And I parked in Fremantle, you know, yep. when Fremantle is a, a suburb notorious for their parking inspectors yep. and for giving tickets. And I knew my parking was about to run out <laughs> and I didn't really want to get a ticket. And I said to her, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to run, and put some money in the meter how long have i got yeah. She's like oh about 15 minutes yeah. right i'm like okay so i sprinted now yeah. you've met me sam you yeah. know me from school not the best runner in yeah i have i was in like to ball say to say sprint I, <laughs> to say i'm sedentary is an yeah, understatement but yeah. anyway so i sprinted back to the car put the money in the meter yeah. and uh came back and uh spoiler alert <clears throat> Stuff. It's, it's shittest movie of yeah. all time. Anyway, but uh, anyway, so the whole movie like builds up, builds up, builds up, and there's a punchline at the end that this uh, Nina Valdos and her husband uh, have moved in next to her parents, right? Yeah. And they've spent the whole movie trying to get away from them, yeah. and then they've moved in next door, to them, yeah. right? This is like the big punchline yeah. in inverted commas. I don't know why it's a punchline it's not even that funny yeah. but anyway so it works up to this so I run come back and literally I'm like can I get back in here's my ticket and they're yeah. like yep sure the woman's coming in with the torch guiding yeah. me in and I look up and the credits are rolling yeah. I've missed this punchline <laughs> that this whole <laughs> shitty film works up to and I was just like come on you know Anyway, she was like, oh, I thought you had 15 minutes, minutes. left. Like, oh. you know, I bet you did. So anyway, shittest movie, my big fat great quality.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So I mean, it's, like I said, I find it really hard to say shittest film, but I'll, I'll tell you most disappointing film, okay. Citizen Kane. Because everyone says it's the best film ever. So, I find, you know, so one time, you know, in JB Hi-Fi and, you know, looking through cheap DVDs and I was like, Citizen Kane, five bucks. Best movie ever for five bucks. That's pretty good. Man. That's a pretty good deal. I got to get this. You know, and I was like, okay. You know, I, I, I can appreciate a, a lot of it, but I just found it a really boring film. Is that cause you didn't get what Rosebud was? No, I totally got what Rosebud was. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the other thing was like... I, 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 haven't,
0: kind of, I haven't seen it. I, I uh, just know... So, it so, so I I'm won't spoil
1: it. Rosebud for you, but I, know I think exactly it, what Rosebud. it is. Because <laughs> I think that was part of it is... I knew half the movie anyway through pop culture. You know, it was like, oh, yeah, I remember this bit from The Simpsons. Here it is without the funniness.
0: <laughs> but that's how I feel about, you know, like I'm big into comedy. Yeah. And people always say that one of the really sacrilegious things about me is that I refuse to see Monty Python. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Monty Python's amazing. Yeah. you like comedy, you have to see Monty yeah. Python. I've had every dickhead I know when I yeah. said I like comedy quote yeah. some Monty Python, Python. sketch yeah. to me. Now, I have no doubts that Monty Python is hilarious. Like, they are. Not I, I, even, I can say they, not, they are. Not even any vague doubt in me. It's not I don't think it's going to be funny. But because I've had it quoted so much yeah. to me, I'm scared that that's going to ruin actually watching it. And I'm going to be like, oh, I remember when Johnny quoted this to me and it wasn't that funny.
1: Well, that's because part of the, you know... The, the joy is you're like oh wow well I wasn't expecting that line that's so funny but it's like oh that yes oh it's just a flesh wound okay yeah
0: and then when I uh, when I the one time I was at a party and you know we are all a bit nerdy and yep. everyone was watching Monty Python yeah And everyone else had seen it, you know, a hundred times or whatever. And they were all about two lines ahead of the footage. And I'm I'm like, shut Shut up! up. I haven't seen this! Stop ruining it! So, no, I haven't Uh, watched any Monty Python.
1: I mean, I I, I used to have a thing, uh, like when I was at film school, everyone seemed to compare my films to Woody Allen. And so I had this thing, and and I hadn't seen any Woody Allen films. I thought, you know, so... I boycotted Woody Allen, and, and there's still, like, tons of classic Woody Allen films that I haven't seen that I sure. probably should, because, well, I, I enjoy what I've seen, and sure. obviously, I was on some sort of same wavelength, but I had the of like, nah, no, don't want people to accuse me of ripping off Woody Allen, so if I don't watch Woody Allen, there's no way I can be ripping off Woody Allen, because I've
0: never fucking seen it.
1: And, and that's the story, yeah.
0: The thing is, though... And, you know, I remember hearing a comedian talk about this idea yeah. of, you know, um, and I think film's kind of the same, you know, it's that idea that there's only a finite number of ideas in the yes. world. Yes, yeah. You know, like, and perhaps someone will come up with something yeah. new, but essentially there is only a finite number of ideas in the world. Yeah. And so you can have not have seen something. Yeah. And you think I'm having an original thought. Yeah. Re-Star Wars the musical. Yeah. Re-you know, writer with writer's block, yeah. as discussed earlier on in the In in the podcast. And, you know, but then everyone else who has seen this other stuff, because I had the same thing when I was yeah. at film school. I did a film yeah. uh, called The Money Shot. It was yeah. about a guy who, you know, loses 20 bucks or gives it, and it goes sort of full circle. It yeah. starts with this guy and then goes to all these different things. You know
1: what I can say? I actually had a script about a $5 bill that went around everywhere. Really? It never went anywhere, but th- but there we go.
0: But everyone's like, oh, it's like Two Hands. Two Hands or Idle Hands? One of the Hands I movies, I can't I haven't about. seen Two Hands. But so anyway, yeah. so they're like, oh, yeah, it's like this movie. And I'm like, I. On Honestly, haven't seen it. I've never read a description of it. I just had this idea because I thought it would be cool. Yeah,
1: I think that happens all the time. And and I think you know, originality is a bit overrated. You know, because there's so many you know there's so many things out there. But you know, we get inspired by what we see. Sure. And to you know to take something and use it as a jumping off point for something else is completely normal. I think to go like, hey, I really liked what that guy was doing with that. Yeah but I can do something completely different with that as the basis. And so many people go... Uh, like, like Quentin Tarantino I think is is a great filmmaker
0: um, I and disagree you can... <laughs> he had one good idea of doing a non-linear film and that was like totally awesome when he yeah. did with Reservoir Dogs yeah. and then he's like hey I want to do a good wicket here and then every subsequent film was non-linear and you're like you know what for fuck's sake I just want a story that starts yeah. at the start and finishes at the end
1: but and what he does is he you know, he watches all those obscure you yeah. know, films picks the best bits of them and puts them together in a new film sure and I love that because it means I don't have to sit through and watch all these dodgy exploitation films that maybe have one good scene instead he rips off that one good scene and puts in another film and it's like a compilation of awesome scenes yeah and you know okay is it original no not really but he has created a new work that is very different from you know the pieces Uh, it's like sampling with music you know you take that bass
0: line add it with a new drum line and you've got a great new song have you seen speaking of like original ideas and stuff so yeah. i saw inception i was yeah. talking about this in the last podcast that i saw it on the opening weekend in la yeah. i was i was in la with yeah. my brother and his girlfriend we went and saw it i was like oh my god how do they ever think of that like that's the most amazing thing ever oh yeah. I, like i can't compute it when i was at film school like i couldn't have even thought of an idea yeah. like that but have you seen that about 15 years ago there was a uh DuckTales a DuckTales comic. Cartoon? yes yeah, exactly. yes and it's the same <laughs> Same the same idea. And it's like, wow. Like but that's it. You know, it's that um it's that idea of you always think if you you know, maybe they had an original yeah. idea. I'm not gonna suggest yeah. that they didn't think of it or yeah. whatever. But if you go obscure enough with yeah. your ripping off of something, yeah. you're probably going to get away with it. Yeah. Except in the world in which we live now, where everyone can Google anything yep. and find any reference to anything. And find some random and DuckTales if it, it, cut. If it's not on Google, it's not worth knowing, yeah. and it probably didn't exist <laughs> anyway. But so, you know, these poor guys had just come up with the greatest film ever. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe that's a stretch. But a fantastic piece it of It is cinema. a great film. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, you just ripped it <laughs> off from DuckTales. <laughs> I mean, how offended would you be? Yeah. You're like, you think I have to rip off from freaking DuckTales <laughs> to come up with my good ideas?
1: <laughs> but it's that whole thing, like, even when people are, like, accusing him of ripping off DuckTales, I'm like, it's so fucking different. Okay, so the core idea is the same as this little DuckTales comic. Sure. But... To compare you know, a DuckTales comic to Inception, they're completely different things. Who cares if Inception wasn't that little original? Yeah. It, they t- you know, if they did take the idea, boy, did they fucking run with it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's a great piece of cinema. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, see it. do yourself a favour. I'm going to get all Molly Meldrum on you. Do yourself a yeah. favour <laughs> and go out and see it. But if you are going to see it, See it on, like, a big widescreen TV with kick-ass surround sound. I think if you
1: just watch it it on your phone or
0: on your computer, you know, the first time... It won't have no. the same effect.
1: Good no, start. It's, it's, it's one of those films that, you know, it deserves to be seen on a, on a big screen. I mean, maybe a bit of a film, every film deserves to be seen on a big screen. Um,
0: not The Borrowers, not My <laughs> Big Fat Great Wedding. You can watch them on any screen and Watch those on the little in-flight things on, on, on the plane, yeah. You know what's awesome? Speaking of in-flight things on the plane, on Singapore oh, Airlines now right, yep. they have a, a USB thing in the, yep. in the seat, first oh, really? of all, so you can yep. like, keep charging your iPod. Yep. And then they have an auxiliary channel on the TV. This is yep. on the A380. Yep. And so you can watch your... Like, I understand that it's still a crappy small screen, yep. but you can watch your iPod movies on oh, the slightly awesome. larger yep. TV a little screen, bit t- which is pretty cool, really. Yep. It's a pretty cool idea. I, uh, I was suitably impressed yep. the first time I flew Singapore Airlines. I'll,
1: although, I'll be honest, I'd like... I've got an iPad now and the iPad is a better screen than the little ones have in the back of your seat.
0: Um, But yeah, I mean...
1: But that's a really cool idea. For those of
0: us that don't have iPads. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah. come on. Get with the times, Paulie.
0: I'm so far behind. I did get the new iPhone though. That's that's my... There, there, There you go. Yep. Me and Siri hang out. Uh, look, Sam, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. It's
1: been an absolute pleasure as well. Yeah. And,
0: uh, you know, if anyone wants to get in touch with us, uh, you can uh, pottingalong at gmail.com or you can head to the website uh, pottingalong.blogspot.com. Maybe it's just pottingalong.blogspot. I should probably check that. That'd be uh, that'd be good of me. We, we can just try both. Yeah, hey, uh, No, I can do it. I have my computer in front of me. It is. We
1: have the technology.
0: Just pottingalong.com. Blogspot.com is the website if you want to get in touch with us. And uh, look, it's been an absolute treat, Sam. Always a pleasure to catch up with you. And I know Fantastic. you're a busy man. Thanks for coming on the show. Not a problem at all. Until next time, take it easy, but take it. This has been Potting Along with Polly P.